With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick or... You can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour two on this Friday. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. They are making it interesting at the Open Championship. Tiger is going to finish up on 18, and he is not going to make the cut. The cut projected to be even par. Tiger right now at nine over. And uh, wouldn't be surprised if he birdied 18, go out in style. But you certainly get the feeling that you're, um, you're witnessing a wake for Ty- Tiger Woods as he walks around the old course. And just at this course, I don't know how... If he takes time off, if that's going to help him, I, I don't think it can because how much do you heal at that age if, and you're not playing? Well, Tiger's always been one of those guys who would grind, hitting balls every day, working out every day, uh, running miles every day, and he can't do that now. Chipping and putting, that's not going to do it. But you're watching, it feels like, you know, one of the last times we're going to see Tiger Woods play in a major. Uh, at least that's the feeling I'm getting from the broadcasters here covering this. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. The setting for the 150th Open Championship, the old course, and you can catch all the action on Peacock and NBC coming up this weekend. Poll question will, uh, I think, change course coming up this hour. We'll let you know what that is. Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj will join us. DeAndre Ayton staying in Phoenix to at least January. And uh, that would be the first opportunity if Phoenix wanted to trade him that they could. I believe that he can nix a trade the first year of this contract. But we'll talk to Woj about what this means for Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets. That'll be uh, coming up in a little bit. Uh, Your phone calls are always welcome. We say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Come on in, stay a while. We have uh, Meat Friday, and that means we have not your mama's meatloaf. 
This was popular the last time Tyler made this. Not your mama's meatloaf. Don't sleep on that. And uh, baked green chili mac and cheese. Yes, he But my mom made great meatloaf. My mom didn't. Raw, really? No. No. It was always dry. Did you think it was good when you were a kid? No. Really? No. Oh, I loved it. No. You know, it, we just ate. Not because we were eating and it was like, oh, I can't wait to eat. We, we, it was kind of a means to an end. Like, you got to eat. Now let's get it over with and get out of here. We didn't sit around and savor a meal. We had the same meal each day of the week. It was always scheduled. What you had on Sunday, what you had on you know Thursday, Friday, it was the same meal for the most part. And it was more of just get in and get out. And with six kids, get in early and get out. Or my mom would say, well, grab some raisins. Or why don't you get an apple? I go, oh, my God, Mom. How about bologna? Like, does anybody eat bologna anymore? When's the last time you had a bologna sandwich? It's been a little bit, but a fried bologna sandwich? We didn't even get that. We didn't even get that. I would destroy one of those right now. We did not even get fried bologna. We got bologna, and as God is my witness... You could hold it up to the light, and I could see through. My my mom would have them cut that bologna so, so fine. And that quarter pound into a half pound somehow. (laughs) How did that work? So I had two slices of Wonder Bread, maybe American cheese, put on some mustard, and a piece of bologna that you could see through. And that would be part of the lunch that we would have. Oh. And now look at us, Meat Friday. Yes, Paulie. My mom used to make meatloaf. I, I can remember she, her taking like those Lipton cup of soup mixes, in mm-hmm. it. so it had some like uh, onions yeah. or onion-ish yeah. material in it. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I, it probably would still be. Well, I think when you're a kid, you don't know better. Like tomato and uh, tomato soup and grilled cheese on Friday. Like, I'd take that now on a cold day. Yeah, yeah, but we would have it on a hot day, too. Oh. <laughs> so it'd be a Friday in the summer, and you'd be like, what do we have? <laughs> hey, we got some hot tomato soup right out of the Campbell's soup can and tomato and grilled cheese. That's where they do that thing. No, it's good for you because it's hot, so then it's hot outside. It's actually going to make you cooler by eating this hot soup. Yeah, Marv. Good for you, Seton, because my grandmother didn't explain anything to me. Like, you want to starve? <laughs> yeah. like, no, there's not kids in Africa starving. There's kids down the street starving. <laughs> Shut up and eat this, Marv. <laughs> yes, Paulie. Did you guys ever get left with your dad and your mom had to go out of town for some reason and it turned into Lord of the Flies in about three minutes? Like, my dad gave us chocolate cake for breakfast. Or he took us out to a bar and got us bowls of chili for, for dinner. It, you, you, all rules went out the window in one day. I just remember when my mom would, you know, if she was out of town, we somehow ended up at the bar and my dad would be at the bar and we'd be, we'd be, if you go to Ireland or Scotland and in particular on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon, parents are at the bar and the kids are, you know, off the bar, running around the bar and, and it's just a different environment that you would go there and Family went there. But I just remember we somehow, my mom would not be there, and we'd end up at the bar, and I'd have a Fanta orange, and and my dad would have, you know, his beer and, and his hook. You felt like the king of the world, though, didn't you, as a kid? Uh, when he would take us individually, he'd yeah. take me to the American Legion. And I'd be like, yeah, I got to go to the Legion. <laughs> Whatever you got to do with dad, and you got that many kids, and you got to do it by yourself, 
be like, all right, got to go to Legion. And I always thought the Legion was a big deal. And, and even now, I've, I'm trying to join the American Legion right down the block because my dad was a member of the American Legion. And I think you can do it as uh, friends of or family of somebody who was in a uh, foreign war. And my dad was in the Korean War. But, yeah, I, I, I want to join the American Legion, I don't know, just as a, a tribute to my father. Yeah. It's kind of an awesome place to go drink beers. Yeah, and they're cheap beers. Go in there, get to go down in the basement, sit, right. listen to stories. Yes, Todd? So are you in? Is there a hazing ritual? What's the process? <laughs> How do you get in there? I don't know if there's a... It's a little bit tougher than you think, because I thought, hey, I'll walk in. I'm Dan Patrick. Hey, my dad served in Korea. I'd like to join. Oh, there's some paperwork. And we need proof that your dad uh, was in uh, the uh, Korean War. Why do you have to tie me up in the basement and pour things on my head? Just listen to loud music for Well, it's not hours. like I'm a prisoner of war. They're going to torture me down there. <laughs> you got to prove that they you're They don't really appreciate that humor either. No, they don't. Here, drink another beer. Yeah. I can't. Yes, Paul. I, I think my dad was in Knights of Columbus and a couple other of those clubs. Yeah. And I always used to see him. He'd have like a, a sword he had to bring. And like, like they'd have to like have certain things they had to wear, like a sash. And I was like, this looks really a like, sash. I don't know what it was. Degree night. Yeah, it was like, yeah, he was a third degree third knight. Degrees. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, but I remember he ended up bringing me when I was, when I was like 11. And all it was was 30 dudes sitting in a, at a hall drinking beer. That was Knights of Columbus was huge. Knights of Columbus, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, that was huge in my family. Yeah. It, really in my town. Everybody's, you know, like uh, a birthday party or a first communion, graduation parties was always at the Knights. Yeah. After St. Patrick's Day, you went back to the Knights. All I know is that if we didn't go to the Allegi- the uh, American Legion, we went to the Pleasure Inn. And <laughs> I, I just love that name. And I went back to my hometown last weekend. And I drove by the Pleasure Inn. And I was with my son. He goes... Dad, we got to stop in and get a beer at the Pleasure Inn. Your dad would appreciate that. It's like, all right, you stop in. And then you see people, you open up your uh, high school scrapbook, and you're going, oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. And then they look at you like, uh, oh, okay. Came back to uh, your hometown, huh? Oh, look who <laughs> yeah. came back, huh? Yeah, you think you're so great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, talking hairdo. Hey, why don't you win a sports Emmy? Yeah, Paul. Maybe we should start some type of social club for guys of our age who like sports and beer and food and just make an excuse to go meet up and do exactly that. Well, my brother's in a book club, but they don't read the book. Right. So what if we called it? They like, just go drink. Let's call it book club. Yeah. But it's actually a bar and it's just called book club. I like, like that. Hey, I'm going to book club tonight. I like oh, okay. that. Yeah. It's just called oh, book club. Yeah. What, what book are you reading? Yeah. Or the library. We'll call it the library. I'm going to the library, yeah. but it's a bar. Yes, Tom. It's probably more like bookie club. You're all hanging out and you're betting on the games and just watching it and seeing who can win what and play cards and all that. Kind no, that's not that's not what it is. We don't gamble. You don't? <laughs> no. No. So that wouldn't work, then? No. The bookie club. We just come up with some fake thing like Men of the Shield. It sounds re- you know, regal. No, that's a Marvel. That sounds like a movie. Oh, Men of the Shield. Men okay. of the Shield. Well, we need something regal sounding. No, I like book club. We had this one in my town, the Ancient Order of Hibernians. It was like, what kind of crazy club is that you're getting into? Human sacrifices. Oh, my gosh. You're what? Dungeons and Dragons. Skull and bones. (laughs) Don't they have that private society at Yale? Mm -hmm. Is it called Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones Society. I've I've walked by that building before, and it looks exactly like you think it would look. It it screams go away. It's like hidden down this alley, and there's no lights on. I was invited when I was at the mothership, to go and speak there. But 
I, I, I didn't want to go to Yale. No, I didn't think I was worthy enough to be on the Yale campus there. Let's put it that way. So I, I decided not to do that. All right. Uh, Woj is going to join us coming up in a little bit here. A couple of uh, phone calls as well. What's poll question for hour two on this uh, this Friday? Well, hour one, Dan, we had who would you rather have join your conference, Notre Dame or Clemson, Florida State, Miami? Right now, 65% say Notre Dame. Okay. Dang, that's messed up. Yeah, and I do think that's a real possibility. Uh, I know people have denied, uh, you know, what my report was from a source a couple of days ago, but uh, I, it was reiterated to me this morning. Um, Paul Feinbaum even then uh, came out and said Clemson and Florida State looking uh, like they really want to get out of the ACC. It's inevitable. Now, the ACC is not a football uh, conference. It's basketball. And all it, everything is dictated by the football programs. Everything. I don't care how big your basketball program is. It's college football is, you know, that's who's running all of the sports here. And we've seen that with the conference realignment. Uh, Dave in Arkansas. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind today? They call me Pittsburgh Dave. And it's obviously, it's obvious I don't know how to work a knee scooter. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. Uh College football, and I'm going to look at this from maybe a backhanded way. I don't think it's bad enough now with Oklahoma and Texas coming in. I don't think Arkansas can compete. What if those kind of schools, Arkansas, say Vanderbilt, Kansas, Baylor, uh, these ones that are in these big conferences that are going to end up going to this, well, whatever this thing is going to be. And, and Dave, Arkansas has money. You got Walmart money down there. NIL money. Check out the basketball team. What Musselman's done there. So nobody cares about Vanderbilt. Um, you know, for a lot of these schools, Kansas football, nobody cares. Uh, Kansas basketball, but, you know, your revenue producing, it's football. And there are going to be some programs that are kind of kicked to the curb here. Uh, Andrew in Atlanta. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Boys, happy meet Friday out there in Radio Land. I had a similar thought, DP. Um, what? Not just what's going to happen in these schools, but how about some of these conferences being picked off? The Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve, um, the ACC. Why? Why don't they just go out and find these mid-major schools and say, you know what? Forget you guys. I'm going to pick off the UCF. I'm going to pick off the Boise State, and then we just start this giant chain reaction of diving deeper to those mid majors. I don't know what you thought about that, but just curious. You guys stay sweet on this meet Friday. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. It's about who can make you money. USC, UCLA. Now I got the West Coast. Um, you know, am I surprised? You know, the Big Twelve tried to go after USC years ago. So it's this isn't foreign, any of this. But, you know, what's fraudulent is how they've approached this to make it seem like you know, the players are greedy. No, the chancellors and presidents, they're greedy. That's how we got to this point. So anything you game, get with name, image, and likeness, I, I cheer you on. I champion that cause. Because that's what this is now. In five years from now, we're going to have the... NFL version of college football. I truly believe you'll have, let's say you do 16, 16, 16, 16. So maybe, maybe you have 64, you know, may, I don't know. 
But you got 125 now. I would probably have it down to 40 at the most. And then you split it up, 20, 20, uh, 10, 10 in each you know, division or conference there. And then you just sort of have you know, your March Madness, and you do that in January. Yeah, Paulie. And also, imagine if they that was like that, 60 teams, 50 teams, whatever, and there's a, an actual commissioner who handles scheduling, <laughs> and you don't let some scrub game in early November where Alabama's playing Wofford in early November, which is a throwaway TV game. It's just it's a waste of everyone's time. No one goes at Alabama. and But imagine if Alabama's now playing A&M November 5th. Mike in Washington, then we'll take a break. Woj will join us coming up. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Dan? Great. Uh, six deceptively fast, six three, and a hard one ninety. Hey, uh, I wanted to give you a call. Uh, I've been listening to you for a long time and watching you for a long time. Even back when I was a kid, I actually dressed up for you as Halloween one time. Um, but uh, <laughs> my brother was Rich Eisen. Um, but uh, we, uh, I've the last year, year and a half, I've just been really dealing with a lot of. Like depression and just in my head, and life is good. Like, I got a great job. I got a great family. Um, everything's good, but I've just been really stuck in my head with some depression issues. And listening to you talk for a while has really um, helped me, you know, seek help, find it, and, you know, and get it right. And yesterday, when I uh, was listening to Todd talk about doing some damage, it just made me laugh like the whole day. <laughs> Damn it! Like what you guys, what what you guys do, what you guys do is just amazing. I feel like I'm in the studio listening and watching you, and it just has really helped me out as a, as a you know, as a human being. Thank so you, I, Mike. I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Uh, there's no shame in talking about it. Depression. There's no shame in it. There shouldn't be any shame in it. And, and hopefully those days are over. If you feel like you need it, then you need it. Uh, Todd said that he was... Todd had a window of 17 to 25 where he was good-looking and he was jacked. And he said, you know, it's a shame that I could have done damage during those years. (laughs) I would have gone away to college instead of stayed home with my parents in an apartment in Brooklyn. Who knows what might have been, but I'm glad he was amused by that and it made him have a great day. Doing damage, the lost years of Todd. That's a nice title. That's a 30 for 30? Working title. 30 for 30. Let's do it. Yeah. The one part series. Yeah. Let's take a break. Woj will join us. We'll see if he'll drop a Woj bomb here. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building the Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida, first-of-its-kind community with over 100 homes for the program recipients. And it's a place where Gold Star families, families of the fallen first responders, uh, those catastrophically injured heroes, and they live together. Neighbors understand you know, each other, what they've been through, going through the place where the children of the families can grow up together. And you can be part of this because... They want to make sure that we do good and never forget the sacrifices that our heroes have made for our country and our communities. And when I was first asked about it, I thought this is a wonderful gesture. If we're able to alert people to this, help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together, make the do good village the first of many communities like it across our nation. This is where you come in and you can play a role. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. So the letter T the number two, the letter T.org. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Style runs in the family. Athleticism runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. 
Not my family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Learn more at MBUSA.com or test drive one at your local dealer. Paulie just shocked me. And I'm not easily shocked by something that Paulie would say, but this one did. Paulie said that he would like to compliment Todd. You know, so where I sit, if you aren't watching the show, is my back is to Todd. So I can't see him. I don't have a rear view mirror unless I turn on. Also, I'm blind in my left eye. So when I turn around, it's really still hard to see Todd. So I don't see Todd a lot during the show. I turned around. I think Fritzy looks really good today. And here's why. Todd's hair is short. His beard is letting it grow out a little bit, but not too scruffy. I think the one piece short hair, short beard thing mm. and a little sun on the face mm. is working for Todd. And I think he should stick with it. Seaton went to a beard a long time ago and he stuck he with did? it. Yes. Like that'd be nine years ago. Huh. And he stuck with it wire to wire. Does he I, still have it? I keep it cropped pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you not buying this compliment that Paulie's given? No, Fritzy I'm, there, not, no I'm sure it's very, I'm sure it's very honest. I'm just not really sure why he's sharing it. Well, I just noticed <laughs> it. We're supposed to share. I appreciate it. You know that actor Christopher Maloney uh, used to be on yeah. SVU. He's on the new SVU. Yeah. If Todd lifted weights for about three months, he could he could pull off a Christopher Maloney look because of the. <laughs> Beard and Where, where's this coming from? It's that, from yesterday. That's very flattering. Remember we talked about yesterday? He's a good-looking yeah. guy, that Law and Order guy. We talked about how he looks like Burt Young. I think today Todd looks uh, fresh. So from yesterday, look like Burt Young from Rocky. Today he's Christopher Maloney. What the heck is a dramatic transition? Paulie. I, I know. I'm happy with Todd's leg hair situation though. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> really I'm not really sure why that's. Uh, a no shoulders. Look, I'm keeping Woj, you know, waiting here. He's got more important things to do. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN senior NBA insider. Who, if they called right now, would you hang up the phone to take that call, Woj? Uh, any number of individuals. <laughs> well, not not that many. I mean, <laughs> uh, which, which one would you know? Let's say it had to do with um, Durant, Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie, yeah. anybody else. So I, I don't think there's anybody who's going to call me this morning that would – um, be engaged in a trade of any of those guys. I think all of those are slow-moving okay. processes. So I, I don't think there's anything that would be imminent on any of those fronts um, right now. I think after Aiton, you know, after the action yesterday with DeAndre Aiton uh, signing the offer sheet, getting it matched almost immediately, uh, I, I think there may be, I mean, sometimes these are famous last words around NBA free agency and deals, but uh, I don't sense there's anything that's uh, in the short-term offing among the, the big names you just mentioned. DeAndre Ayton signing means what to the other free agents? Well, the, the, you mean the other players who might be traded, right? Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's okay. But it's it's almost like perpetual free agency. It's like the transfer portal um, in the NBA. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's harder for Phoenix. Not impossible, but I do think it's much harder for them to get involved in a Kevin Durant deal. I I don't think Brooklyn necessarily had an interest in doing a sign and trade where they would have gotten Aiton and then extended him. But there would have been perhaps scenarios where Aiton could have gone somewhere else and it would have moved another asset to Brooklyn that maybe they were more interested in. Uh, so now you look at Phoenix and you can't trade DeAndre Aiton now. You can't trade Devin Booker. They weren't going to trade Devin Booker. But 
and, and then you look down the roster. Mikel Bridges is an outstanding young player. Cam Johnson's a good young player. They've got they've got picks. That's that may not be enough to kind of deliver the massive package that Brooklyn wants for Kevin Durant. And I don't know if it's posturing, and you'd certainly know better than I would, but I still feel like Kevin Durant starts the season in Brooklyn. Am I am I way off base here? Uh, it's it's a very distinct possibility. I think especially because he's got four years left on his deal. Kyrie Irving is still under contract for another year. That they, they don't just have to go do a deal that they don't love, and they don't love anything that's out there right now. And you know, I think for teams who would trade for a player like Kevin Durant, what you're balancing is if we gut our in for if we just kind of gut our team of picks and good players, and we bring Kevin Durant in, are we necessarily closer to a championship, or do we have Kevin Durant but not enough around him? There's a balance there, and Brooklyn wants to get back as much as anybody's gotten back for anybody. And so they can keep that posture right now because the season's still a ways away and he's under contract. And and so, yeah, I do, Dan, think that it's conceivable that he's back or at least, you know, maybe at the start of training camp. But these things can change quick. They can, they do. But I think right now the marketplace is, you know, there's, Miami has a difficult time. Miami is another team that would very much like Kevin Durant, but they're limited in the deals they can do. Bam Adebayo can't go to Brooklyn if Ben Simmons is on the roster because they both have those um, designated rookie max extension deals. You can't have two of those on a roster. So that means you've got to kind of move pieces around to, and it it's made it more complex to get a deal done. Toronto, uh, Toronto and Brooklyn, Toronto has had no, they've shown no inclination that they would put Scotty Barnes, the rookie of the Mm -hmm. year in any deal with Brooklyn. I don't think Brooklyn's interested in talking to Toronto about much beyond um, uh, much about any deal that didn't include Scotty Barnes. Now that's today. Could that be different a week or a month or five months from now? Of course it could change. I think that's where they are today in, in mid July. I've asked four different NBA insiders, analysts on the show, and all four didn't have a reason or an answer for the following. Why does Kevin Durant want out of Brooklyn? I don't, I'm not going to try to speak for Kevin Durant. I don't think he's shared that with, certainly hasn't shared it publicly. Uh, I, I think in a very broad sense, I think part of the reason he's at, I think part of it is he hasn't liked how it, he hasn't liked how it's gone. He didn't like how this year went. Um, but yeah, to sit here and say there's one reason it's this. I think there's a lot of factors that always contribute to these things. And I think he's going to have to speak to it. I don't want to, I don't want I, I to try to speak. For, for him on it, I think he's going to have to at some point, um, I would think at some point he's going to address that. But I, I just think um, it's been a disappointment. And, you know, again, just signed a new four-year deal yeah. uh, this year. You know, I think Golden State winning, I think part of it, there's, I think part of it there, there's a part of it that I think is the criticism that's come 
with Golden State winning, the timing of the Warriors winning, and then people sort of looking back at the decision Kevin Durant made mm, okay. and, and who he came to Brooklyn with and how that's gone. I, I think they're all factors in it. But the guys do change their minds. Thinking evolves. It goes back and forth. That's the nature of this stuff. And, again, because he's under contract for so long, I do think time is on the net side to try to figure this out. Donovan Mitchell, it feels like they're open for business with Donovan Mitchell. Does Donovan Mitchell want to leave Utah? I think Donovan Mitchell understands the nature of the business where the Jazz, I think knowing that they kind of felt like they kind of peaked with the roster they had and understands that he kind of sees the direction they're going. So I don't think he's resisting uh, the fact that he's in talks. I think he just understands this is the reality of it. And, you know, I think those, they're not good enough right now. And Danny Ainge has shown, I think with a deal he got for Rudy Gobert, you can see the potential in Utah of having the kind of uh, uh, pool of draft picks that Oklahoma City had. You got five, essentially five for Gobert, if you want to count um, uh, Walker Kessler, who was their number one pick this year. But I think you're gonna you would get a lot for you would get picks and players for. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, and you look around the rest of their roster, there's other guys if he started trading off, and they could be in position to just reboot the whole thing. So, I, yeah, I think he's accepting of the reality of where the organization is with, with stuff. We're talking to Woj, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN Senior NBA Insider. I want to be fair to you. And it feels like if I ask you these that you don't want to speculate because even when you speculate, then people might misconstrue that as being news or a report. So uh, that's right. Yeah. So I, I, I know you're cautious in doing this and, and I respect that. Um, I just the sense of and, and it's hard to ask it without wanting an answer from you, um, you know, just so it doesn't become Woj says. Uh, it's not Woj, you know, speculates, but even then it's going to be news. So I, I, I want to be fair, and I want the audience to know that as well. Whatever it is, Dan, you can just ask it. All right, thank you. All right, so uh, the Lakers do what before the end of this, uh, be, uh, for the start of the season? I, I think the Lakers still try to add another guard, another guard who can shoot, uh, who can be a playmaker, you know, Buddy Heald in Indiana is somebody they've had interest in. They've talked to the Pacers on him. Eric Gordon in Houston, both of whom also are former Rob Palenka clients when he was an agent. So he knows them particularly well, kind of knows what he gets with them. I, I think those are realistic. And then it's, you know, the Kyrie Irving, they did touch base with the Nets on it. There's really not been an ongoing dialogue on that, I think. Brooklyn, I think, is dealing with the Durant situation first. And um, and so the price would be much less to try to – and you're, you're not necessarily – those aren't necessarily Westbrook trades either with the other two. Um, so I do think there's a chance they could do something like that. They could also do nothing. But I, I think the Lakers will also have an opportunity because they have their picks. Once the season starts, there's going to be trade possibilities. So they don't have to gas those assets right now. 
But I, I again, it may not be what all Laker fans are hoping for, which is Kyrie Irving. But Buddy Heal, there, Gordon, those are good players, and they would conceivably help the team. So I think those are realistic trade possibilities. That those are guys they've been engaged on. There, I'm sure there's going to be others that they're checking in on. I know those two specifically, and both of those teams are in rebuilds, Indiana and Houston. So they're okay. They're looking. You know, they'll move those players if they can get back. You know, kind of whether you know whatever the pick. Uh, whatever it is draft pick-wise they would like to get from L.A. Uh, Woj, thanks for spending time as always. We appreciate it. And uh, next time, maybe speculate so we can get like a Woj bomb out of this. I could get some publicity. That'd be kind of nice. You got it. Have a great weekend, guys. Appreciate thank, it. Dan. Thank you, Woj. That's okay. Adrian Woj. I don't know if Woj picked up on that. I, I meant that. Uh, okay. It, it, yeah. Sarcastic. Anyway, way. see you. Right. Back yeah. to the phones. Yeah. Have a great day. Uh yeah, I mean, he has to be careful that when you do speculate, then all of a sudden it's a report. And I and I get it. I mean, we take things and run with it, uh, and lesser things have, have been said, where you go, oh, I'm hearing. That's all it takes is somebody to say something, then somebody goes, I'm hearing. Well, nobody calls you on that. I'm hearing. Speaking of which, segue, Doug Gottlieb, the radio host who has been on this program, hosted this program, is being sued by an agent, um, Freddie Freeman's agent. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck. During the live look-in, if you're watching on Peacock, we were watching a Peloton ad with uh, Christopher Maloney. Uh, was that Law and Order SVU that he was one of the stars? Yeah, and now he's back with the Law and Order Organized Crime, I think. Okay. Good-looking guy, 61 years of age, great shape. And Paulie goes, oh, he's got a workout routine that he does for Peloton. You want to see it? I go, okay. Comes on the screen, and his crotch is blurred out. He's completely, it's pixelated, and he is uh, completely nude <laughs> doing workouts. And uh, so you got my attention there. But uh, Paulie thinks that if Todd got in shape, he could look like Christopher Maloney. Yes. Todd, now that's a compliment. It's a big compliment. Because yesterday you were really sad that we said uh, that you look like Burt Young from Rocky. I was very bummed about that. Okay. And now Christopher Maloney, like it's not that far away. Which is amazing that you can go He's from one to the other. He's nine years older than you. There's no excuses. Who man. wouldn't want to look like that? <laughs> Todd. No, he's a he's a good looking guy. That's a big reason why I watch Law and Order. They have interesting stories, but that's a, he's kind of dreamy. I think. What if we brought in a trainer? And we gave you four months. If I can get transformed into anything remotely like that, that that's who wouldn't want to look like that? Well, it's it's not like it happens magically overnight, but it, you'd have to do the work every day. You could day. still have all the cheeseburgers that, that you want in a little. Well, you might be able to. Food. You might be able to eat. Uh, you know, that more often because you're working out if you wanted to. And maybe you don't. It's okay. I do want to look closer to that than okay, where I'm but, at right now. I know, but you, you can't. have to make the effort. Right? You can't be mad if I say you look like Burt Young. I can. From Rocky. I can get mad, but it's, that's, it is what it is. All right. Well, 
Uh, very interesting ad there with Christopher <laughs> Maloney. The uh, baseball agent Casey Close sued Doug Gottlieb, Fox Sports Radio, for libel yesterday, alleging that Gottlieb, quote, falsely and recklessly defamed Close and Excel Sports Management in a tweet that uh, claimed he had not presented a contract offer to Freddie Freeman, the first baseman for the Dodgers, during free agency, according to a complaint filed in a New York court. So you go back to prior to signing the six-year $162 million deal with the Dodgers, Gottlieb tweeted back on June 29th that Casey Close never told Freddie Freeman about the Braves' final offer. That's why Freeman fired him. An allegation the complaint says is false and has prompted death threats towards Close and tens of millions of dollars in damages to Close and XL Sports Management. Uh, in a statement, the agent says, although we gave Mr. Gottlieb an opportunity to retract his false statement, he failed to do so. The uh, com- uh, compliant, is that right? Set the record straight to see what occurred during the negotiations with the Atlanta Braves. Oh, complaint. My bad. The complaint sets the record straight. Uh, Gottlieb and his uh, lawyer did not return message for, uh, messages from ESPN seeking comment. We did reach out to Doug, and Doug says that uh, he cannot talk about this right now. But uh, if he wanted to, then we wanted to give him the opportunity. So uh, let's see what else. Um, if his private figure status is upheld by a court in the Southern District of New York, Close would need to prove Gottlieb's statement was false and made with negligence. For public figures, the threshold is the defendant publicized the statement with actual malice or, as the Supreme Court defined, knowledge that is false or with reckless disregard of whether it was false or not. Yes, Paul. Yeah, there's a little bit of a debate whether Casey Close, who is an agent for famous people, is a public figure or not, because he, to the average person, may, may or may not be famous himself or well-known. So this hinges on, is he famous enough to be defamed? Yes. If you're a public figure, there's a lot more wiggle room to be defamed. It's hard to, uh, if you're a public figure and someone says something about you that's even not true, it's hard to sue if you're famous or a public figure. If you're not a public figure, you're more of a civilian the threshold is uh, easier when you file your complaint. And Casey Close and XL Sports Management did reach out to Doug and say, you know, just retract this. And Doug uh, reportedly refused to do that. But how do you, during discovery, like what do you, what can you find that's going to back up either side of this? Because how does Casey Close prove that he is famous or not famous? Now, is he get, can he prove that he's... He wants to be declared uh, not a public figure for the purposes of his lawsuit against Doug Gottlieb. And one of the things he would have to prove with Doug Gottlieb is negligence. Did Doug, um, how thorough was he in his reporting? Did he reach out to multiple sides and so on and so forth? Well, you can't be defamed unless you're famous. So well, he has to say that I am famous. Not, um, not that I'm not. You can be slander, slander. Libel is the written word. Libel and slander, it's more, even if you're not famous, it could do it because it hurts his agency. It could hurt his... his uh, what, but is this about him being defamed or his sports agency being well, defamed? In the lawsuit, it says both. 
Okay. But you have to be famous to be defamed because that's part of being famous. So he would want to prove that he is a public figure. Yeah, this is a technically it's a libel lawsuit because libel is the formal term for written defamation. Okay. But uh, there's, you know, it's a long way to go. But I think, you know, is he asking for what kind of damages is he asking for? Is there any monetary? It's unclear. But in the uh, lawsuit said the damages to his, you know, webs, his uh, himself and Excel is in the tens of millions of dollars. They didn't put a specific number, but uh, that and phrase was thrown around. How do you prove that you've lost tens of millions of dollars? Freddie Freeman no longer employs, works with you. Freddie Freeman either paused or fired his agency. There's mixed reports about that. And if Freddie Freeman, Freeman's future value. I thought that he didn't fire him. It's just sort of there in limbo. Take a break. Yeah, I don't know if he fired him. Yeah, there's mixed reports on that as well. Okay. But if he didn't fire him, then has it hurt his business? He did get Freddie Freeman more money to go to Atlanta. Have other players decided that they don't want to be represented by the agent? But I would think that the agent trying to prove that you're famous. I mean, you were Derek Jeter's agent, but yeah, that's tricky. But uh, Doug Gottlieb is not backing down. If Gottlieb reached out to Casey Close and the agency and asked for, before he put out the tweet, and asked for uh, a quote, a comment, does that help him? You know, in the world of journalism where we have to, you know, normally you have a second source, and Doug has said before that he has a great source on this. I don't know if there's any paperwork on this. Are there any emails on this? Can you ask for text messages? With libel lawsuits, from what I'm reading here, is negligence would include how thorough you were in your reporting. Did you reach out to all the principals in the case? So, like, like if we were reporting on this story, we would reach out to Doug Gottlieb and to Casey Close for comment as journalists, which we did. Doug, by the way, is in Israel, and he's uh, doing some coaching over there. But we did reach out and made contact with him. But he said that uh, it's best that he doesn't say anything right now. Yes, Todd. He did say Shabbat Shalom, but as far as he was going to go, he wasn't going to get it to the other side. Was that on the record or off the record? I think that was on the record. Okay. The Shabbat or the Shalom? Both words. All right. What does Shabbat uh, Shalom mean? It's like good, good Shabbos, good. It's like our, like you'd have rest on Sunday. We rest on Saturday. So that's kind of what that is. Like you've, have, you've Shabbat Shalom during the week a couple of times here recently. I kind of did a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, you light candles when the sun goes down on Friday. And if you're really religious, you're not supposed to kind of. Like a feed up Wednesday, Shabbat Shalom Tuesday. Like that. So you don't phone it in, you Shalom it. <laughs> it's the, the day of rest, Friday yes. evening to Saturday. Yes, Seton. According to uh, the internet, Shabbat. Shalom is used to express good wishes on or before the Jewish Sabbath. There you go. Hmm. But good yuntif. That's similar, too. I think that's all in that same ilk. Okay. And sometimes you sing, Shabbat Shalom. Hey, Shabbat Shalom. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's any other words to that, but that's pretty much the extent Wait, is, of it, do they, is that a chant that you uh, have? Yeah, it's some kind of little song that uh, people <laughs> sing. It, it lasts about three seconds, and then you go about your business, and you have your, your matzo, and you can filter fish, and your chicken noodle. What about uh, much nachas? Much nachas is like, good luck to you. We wish okay. you we wish you well, and uh, congratulations on your life. All right, thank you, Todd. Yeah. Yeah, yes, Paul. I have good yantif, his uh, greeting used during Rosh Hashanah, and means have a good and sweet year. Okay. Final hour coming up. And Rosh Hashanah, Rosh means head, and Hashanah means year, so that makes sense. The head of the year, Rosh Hashanah. Oh. 
So I try to try to teach you. We're teaching you a little bit. Okay. Paulie and I were teaching you the whole Judaic thing. All right. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Feel like I'm part of the tribe. You kind of are. I think you're one percent. I am a little over one percent. You did a swab with the and you sent it yes, out. Yes, I did. You came back one percent. Yes, Twenty three and me. Final hour coming up. One more item. We close out hour two. Went into the closet today, and I thought, what do I want to wear? How about a hoodie? How about a hoodie? Yeah, why not? Also, Boardwalker AC shorts. Maybe the Saturday workout short. Maybe the classic chino. The AC technology comes in every style you need. What is the AC style? It's specifically designed fabric to be moisture wicking, quick drying, and they use laser technology to add precision cut perforations. That gives you maximum airflow. And you'll find this in the Boardwalker AC short, the Saturday workout short, or that classic Chino. Link Soul has everything for you this summer. Record high temperatures. You can still stay cool and, more importantly, look cool. Temperatures aren't coming down for a while. Have a great time this summer with the help of Link Soul. The Boardwalker AC collection will keep you cool everywhere you go. See the entire summer collection at linksoul.com. L-I-N-K-S-O-U-L.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. 
fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. 